Welcome to Off the Beaten Path, but not lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fail lies. Welcome to episode 99. Oh my gosh. Next week is our 100th episode. And to be honest, I can't believe we've made 100 episodes. Well, we haven't made 100 yet, but... Almost. Almost. Actually, we did because we've already done this podcast once and it didn't record, so... Yeah. Got halfway through it. So I think that's officially 100. (laughs) Yeah. We were halfway through it and realized it wasn't recording. So we're doing it again. I am really proud of this podcast. I have always wanted to have a podcast, and I'm so excited that I have one now with all of you guys, and I cannot even believe it that we're going to be hitting 100. Like, we've been doing this consistently. We did have a small break, remember, like last year, I think, was it? I think it was a couple years ago or something. I don't know, but you're right. We did have a small break. There was like a few months where we were like, you want to do a podcast? Maybe tomorrow, and then tomorrow would roll around and be like, oh, you know what? It's too hot, or, oh, we're too busy right now, so it was like three months. For this year, we've been completely consistent. We have missed, I think, one episode. There was another one that we were, like, sick, but we put up a podcast telling everyone, and then there was a couple. I mean, but for the most part, we're pretty darn consistent. Today, we're going to play some of our favorite episodes and talk about them. We also have picked some of your favorites we have the five most downloaded episodes we're going to talk about those if you want to get the show notes for any of these episodes you can go to the faolas.com slash 99 which is this episode i'm going to have all of the episodes in this one post <laughs> one show notes page um but if you want to see the end um the individual episodes like if you want to look at one of the specific ones we're talking about you can go to the faolas.com slash the episode number, whichever episode it is, and that'll take you right to the episode with the show notes. So let's get into it. The very first episode we're going to share with you today is our first episode we've ever done, and it's just so you can laugh. (laughs) We've already listened to it, and it's a little cringy. It is so cringy. The sound quality is pretty awful. I think we were in like a tin can while we were doing it or something. I don't know. I think the first, like, six or seven episodes are tid canny. I was the editor at the time. We also didn't have any clue what we were doing. Yeah, it was it was funny. We were running, um, like, the air conditioner and stuff. We didn't know. <laughs> I think we've gotten better. We still have a lot of room to grow, I'm yeah. sure. But, you know, we're working with what we got. We don't have any, like, sound pads in here or anything. Yeah, it's we don't just, have a basement studio. Yeah, it's just an RV. Um, but that is something we try really hard because, you know, it's annoying for you to listen to a podcast that sounds tin canny. So I'm sorry ahead of time. A few of these episodes you're going to hear today are actually tin canny because we were not as good back then. Um, but yeah, this first episode, the first thing I want to point out is the intro. So cute. Lexi is five. She's turning eight in like a couple weeks. And she was five in that episode. Mm-hmm. Kylie sounds so cute. You were like young in the episode. I didn't notice. I didn't notice a difference. You, I mean, you I sound, can tell. Yeah, you sound very old now compared to that. You're much younger. 
And our sound quality obviously is not as good, so you'll hear that. Um, but I love that we're like beginners here. We're beginners in podcasting, but we were also beginners in finding like or seeing the desert. When you're listening to the episode, you can hear like how surprised we were to see certain things. <laughs> it's a really good episode, I think. Yeah, this was really uh, starting out our big traveling days. Mm-hmm. It was our first gorge we drove through to get there. Mountain passes, all that. Yep, yep. A lot of good memories. That is a really good episode. You can hear, I think, yeah, you can in that episode how scared I was of our first gorge. And now I think I could handle it a little bit better. Maybe. It was still pretty scary now that I think about it, but <laughs> I was very scared back then. Also, for the sound quality, I feel like mine was the worst out of all of yours. They were all pretty bad. The kids were bad in the beginning. There was something, we had something wrong, and then we fixed it. Because every time you guys would talk, it would, like, open up something that sounded awful. So, yeah, yeah, you can hear that. Here's a clip from that first episode. Welcome to Off the Beaten Path But Not Lost with the Fayolas. Where we invite your family to join our family as we talk about the RV lifestyle. I'm Kristen, mom of two little kiddos, Kylie and Lexi. I'm Kylie. I'm eight years old, and I love horses. I'm Lexi, and I'm five, and I like chips and salsa. And I'm Tony. I'm the dad around here, the pilot, and the RV tech. We're We're the the Fayolas. All right, Kylie, you're next. What was your favorite? Mine was... What do you need to know about RVing with dogs? Yes, this is episode 50. What you need to know about RVing with dogs. Kylie, why is it your favorite? I love my dogs so much, and I love to travel with them. I want to make sure everyone knows that it's still possible to RV with dogs. That's really sweet, Kylie. And I would that's what I would expect from you, Kylie. Yeah. Because you're so sweet. <laughs> This episode, we talk about all the tips and tricks to make sure your pups are comfortable and happy and to make sure that they're staying safe on the road. Uh, RV life is a little different. There's no fenced-in yard. I mean, there could be fenced-in yards, but for the most part, there's no fenced-in yards. Well, every time you open your door, your dog is in a new place. Yep. Um, new smells, new sounds and sights, all that so it's very important to uh, to get them comfortable with every spot. It's very important to think of them as kids and do everything you can to make sure they're safe and have everything they need. And in that podcast, we give you all the tips you need to know. Here's a clip. Once Freya's mastered it, I'll work with Elsa. She's at, Freya's already mastered, like, sit and lay down. I'm still working on her with come. Then when she's mastered all the important stuff with out going outside and stuff. Then I'll have to teach her with the distractions. Yep. You guys are doing good. You got to keep on it. Earlier, when I was, like, playing with Freya, I had no tree, and I was just, like, walking, and I said, come. She came, got up on the couch, said, up. She got up. I said, sit. She sat. And I said, lay down. She laid down. Nice. Okay. Next up is Lexi's favorite episode. What is it, Lex? The Great Smoky Mountains. Yeah. This is episode 21, Fun Things to Do in Pigeon Forge with Kids in Great Smoky Mountain National Park. And again, Lexi still sounds pretty young in this one. (laughs) Yeah, 21, she was still pretty young. Yeah. I don't know how old she was turning here. 
She was turning six. Six, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I would assume six. So she still is pretty young and cute sounding. Yeah, she still sounds really small. In fact, she's explaining a couple things in there. I think, I don't know if you're going to play this part of the clip, but she's explaining and it's... She's like snapping back and forth. Like, is that the one where she's slapping? I'm um, not. I don't remember. I think oh, it was yeah. the Jeep Trail one. Oh, okay. Where she's like parking lot. <laughs> so cute. I like this episode because it's about my birthday. All of the fun places in Pigeon Forge. Also, I liked all of the things in Pigeon Forge and Smoky Mountains. All the fun things to do. Yeah, we talk about all the different rides we did in Pigeon Forge. We did quite a few on your birthday. We had some fun. What was your favorite ride? Actually, let's just play it. Okay, so then what happened after that great dinner? Then what did we go do? Eat cake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did eat cake. I forgot the it was cake. It delicious. It was a good cake. And then what did we do after we ate cake? Went to Skyfly. And what did you guys think about that? It was really cool. It was, right? Yeah. I'm so glad you got to ride at Lex because it's similar to Soren at Disney, and you were not able to ride Disney. It is just like Disney. It's just a different setting. I I loved it. Well, I think when we checked in, I think they said, because we were talking about Soren, they said it's the same builder. Yep, just a yep. different yep, theme. Because you were too short when we were at Disney, right? So you couldn't ride it. Yeah. But that means when we go back to Disney, you can ride it. And you can compare them. We got to smell, feel, and hear. Yeah, we yeah, got we to, to hear. And see. <laughs> <laughs> and see. <laughs> yeah, you can tell how happy Lexi was listening to her explain about her birthday and how much fun she had in that episode. She was, she was really excited to go there. That's because this park was my favorite. Yeah. I always wanted to go to it. Yeah, before we we went there, you loved Great Smoky Mountain National Park because of the National Park school stuff that we did. And you were obsessed with Great Smoky Mountains for some reason. (laughs) Um, But then we told you that we were going there, so you were super excited about that. I was really nervous because I'm like, what are we going to do here? What are we going to find to do here for a birthday? You know, not little did I know in a couple years we'd be spending it in North Dakota. But yeah. but yeah, I was like, what are we going to find to do here? There's going to be nothing here. And they've got like two cities. Well, Tur- you, yeah, two it turns little out towns. that area is like Las Vegas of Tennessee. Yeah, when we drove in with the RV, I was in the front seat and I'm like, oh my gosh, where are we? <laughs> I was shocked. I did not know that at all. I was yep. thinking it was going to be this like little wooded area. <laughs> all right, let's move on to my favorites. My first favorite is number nine, things to do in Idaho with your family and where to camp. I love Idaho. This state is so much fun. It's definitely a favorite of mine. And in this episode, we go through the whole state because we were only supposed to spend a week here and we ended up spending six weeks here. So we had a lot of things to talk about. And in this episode, we tell you about all these different things that you can do in the state, starting in the southern east coast or Mm -hmm. southern east side side of it, and then going all the way up to the very top of the state, where we were introduced to Freya's breeder, Pete, um, who is a friend to this day. We're still friends with him. And we have Freya now, thanks to going there. Of course, we didn't get him get her that time. We came back a year later. Um, but yeah, this is definitely 
a favorite episode. I think that's my favorite thing about Idaho. Plus all, like, the rivers and, like, all that beautiful stuff. When I think of Idaho, the first thing I think of is, is it the Salmon River? Yep. I loved that area, and I loved this special day that we spent there. So that's the part I want you to play. So we set up a sun tent for the day. We took some food down there and some drinks. and Music. Yep, we had some music playing. We were there for about 30 minutes, and then I realized we did not bring sunblock. So bring your sunblock, because I had to drive all the way back to the campsite. But it wasn't too bad. I mean, right from Cottonwood, I think it's only 20 minutes or so. Yes, it was tw- It was about... Yeah, it was about 25 minutes from the spot to uh, our campsite. And honestly, the longest time takes driving down into the gorge because there's a lot of switchbacks. So if you're not as scared as me, it might be a little quicker. The river was the perfect temperature. It was a hot day. It was a perfect temperature. Crystal clear. And it's sandy area. So you can actually, and it's, by the way, we didn't mention this, but it's not in a busy, I mean, it's not in like a fast area. It's kind of curved there in the river. So the water kind of goes by you. You have to go out into the river a little while to get into the current. Current? To get into the current. (laughs) So we weren't too worried about the kids playing right there because it was really sandy and and they were able to to play without being sucked away. And the river there is probably close to, I'd say about 75 or 80 yards wide. So it's very wide right there. And just the basically the middle is fast. Like upstream, there's some rapids that you can kind of see, but right where we were, um, it widens up, and you get you kind of do have like a little cove, so you don't have a lot of current right where you're gonna swim. So that was good for the girls. I took the floaties out and I went out into the current and floated around and came back to shore. Yeah, you could have probably swam across the river even. I don't think so. <laughs> Once we saw. Three bald eagles. Had a camera zero times. (laughs) It really was so much fun. The dog, Dexter, was having so much fun. He kept chasing his ball into the river. I remember that. I remember you floating down the river. (laughs) Yeah, going upstream and then floating down. And you girls had your Barbies, and you're swimming your Barbies around in the, the river. That was fun. Yeah, it was a cool spot. Yeah, yeah, we spent a whole day there enjoying it. All right, my second, oh wait, hold on. That is definitely one of my favorite states. Top state for sure. Probably my second favorite state is my second podcast that I picked, which is number 17, The RV Guide to South Dakota and Badlands National Park. South Dakota is... My second favorite state. It is so cool. I love South Dakota. Especially the Black Hills. The Black Hills and the rock. I'm obsessed with the rock. (laughs) I talk about it all the time. I love the shimmering stones. And actually, we don't talk about it on this episode because we we didn't actually do it on this episode. But um, we went back there a couple years. Next year. Oh, the next year. And we stayed at a boondocking spot in the Black Hills, which I love. So I'll link that as well in the show notes. But in this episode, we talk about Custer State Park. Mm -hmm. We talk about Iron Mountain Road and Dinosaur Museum, Keystone, the Needles Highway. Mount Rushmore. Yep. We do the President's Walk. We get into Deadwood and Spearfish Canyon we went into that year. Um, Oh, this is, I think we also did the gypsy guide for the first time here. So 
um, Gypsy Guides, which is now called something else, actually. <laughs> I don't remember what it's called right now, um, but we'll link it in the show notes. Those are actually really cool, and they're all over the country. Uh, and then Badlands National Park, which was actually my first national park that I had ever went to as a child. So that was really fun to do with my girls. In this episode, we don't talk about staying on the wall, but that's a later episode. So maybe I'll link the second South Dakota episode, too, as like a bonus episode Yeah, because we include some of the other stuff that we didn't have a chance to do. Yeah, because that episode was definitely fun, too. You can hear all about it in episode 17, and here's a clip. The other thing we did again was the Needles Highway, which I am obsessed with. That highway is so gorgeous, and... What's crazy is both times we've done it have been at sunset. So like the sun is like peaking, like coming down and shining through your pictures. And it's just so pretty coming down through the needles or yeah. pinnacles. Are they pinnacles? Yeah. I think they're needles. Well, they're called needles, but they're pinnacles. I don't know. They're granite spires. <laughs> what are spires? Pinnacles. <laughs> <laughs> so you just say pinnacles. What is something cool about the Needles Highway that we did, guys? What did we do when we went? Um, I know one thing that was cool. What? Um, uh, we saw a land that looked like a whole bunch of mushrooms. It was those hills. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. I don't know. Did I see it with you guys? Yeah. You were right there looking out, taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hills that look like mushrooms? Yeah, they're just big and round and <laughs> looking like mushrooms. Okay, moving on to a couple of my favorites. Episode 54 is Jeepin' in the United States. I like when I sing a song, you know, like, what is it? Beachin' in the United States or Beachin' in the USA? Surfing in the USA? Oh, yes. Like Beach Boys? <laughs> Sorry. You had all, all the components just into a word salad. That was great. I, I hear Jeepin' in the USA, <laughs> like surfing in the USA. Sorry. Okay. That's one of my favorite things to do and lucky enough to do it all over the country. And that's Jeep trails. Mm-hmm. It's a family favorite for yeah. sure. But apparently it's not your favorite because this is our listener least, favorite. Yeah. This is our least downloaded episode and we're shocked, like very disappointed in all of you. Yeah, be, where's all our Jeep people at? Yeah, it could be my fault. I may not have, like, promoted this one or something. I don't know. But, yeah, it's our least downloaded episode. In this episode, we talk about things we bought for our Jeep, different, like, um, upgrades that we did at that time. This was episode 54. The uh, badge of honor system. Yeah, we talk about the badge of honors, and we talk about a ton of trails. I mean, I there's a lot of trails in there that we talk about everything from Moab to Hoodoo Mountain in Idaho. And we'll play a clip of that right now. What about that other trail really quick? I don't know where that was with the river crossing. It had the waterfall that we drove over. Oh, yeah. That was in Utah by Zion. Yeah. That was uh, Tokerville Falls. That was cool. You get to drive across. Yes. You drive across a waterfall. Yeah. And we did it multiple times so we could get pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so. there, and there's all kinds of people like hanging out and a lot of campers that camp around there. And they're probably. Yeah, it's BLM, right? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the summer, you know, this was uh, like mid-May, so it wasn't warm. So you could swim in it. You could swim under the falls. There's like a, um, whatever they call that, the whatever. 
so whatever. They the, did. We the did walk in it and stuff. It wasn't yeah. that cold. But there's the pool underneath the falls that you can swim in. Mm-hmm. The whatever river. <laughs> yeah, that was really neat to drive across that. Yeah. Jeep trail. All, All right, right. So I, listen. I never thought we'd be the weird Jeep people, but we definitely are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I remember when we first bought the Jeep, I was like, Tony, I am not going to wave at people. I refuse. And now I'm like, who is that person? Yeah. How that dare they? Wave? How <laughs> dare they not that wave? That must be a loner. Yeah. And when I first got the Jeep, I was like, can we take the tops off? Can we take the tops off? Yeah. I remember like the very first time we uh, started getting people that didn't wave back. I'm like, we were in Utah, I think. Yeah, you get offended. I'm like, they totally rented that. Yeah. Yeah, they have no clue what to do when somebody gives them the Jeep wave. And now we're like pro Jeepers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next episode, that's one of my favorites, is episode 76. And that is Exploring Big Bend National Park in Texas. In that episode, we talk about the must attractions, the beauty, and our adventures. This was one of the last national parks we've visited before spending the summer in Michigan. Yeah, so it was kind of like our a last like hurrah before yeah. settling down for four months in yep. one spot. <laughs> uh, Big Bend was definitely a bucket list item for me, so this was like very fulfilling for me. And we did a lot. We did a lot of different scenic drives. We did a badge of honor trail. We did a hike. Swam in the Rio Grande. Or two hikes or something. Yeah, we did a couple hikes. We swam in the Rio Grande. We did a lot, and we saw a lot. So this episode is great if you plan on going there, or if you don't plan on going there and you want to experience it, this is a good one to do that. Yep. <laughs> Here's a clip. So the girls and I, we decided we were going to do, I think it was the day before we left, so we wanted to get it in. We wanted to do the hot spring hike and soak in the hot springs. So the hike was, it was a fairly easy hike, a little bit of elevation, nothing major. And it was only like a mile, but it ended up being really pretty. Um, you There's wild go, horses. We saw wild horses along the river. Uh, we actually saw them from above on the trail and there were some like other paddlers, rafters or something that had stopped and they were looking at the horses as well. Yeah, so we were kind of far away and I was in there and there was like little shapes in there and we were like, are those cows or are they yeah. horses? Are they horses with saddles on or are they wild? So then we got down further and they are wild horses. Yeah, I think we ended up seeing maybe eight or nine different horses and some young and that, ones. Yeah, there's a couple babies. That was pretty cool. We uh, finished up the hike. We made it up to the hot spring at the basically the end of the loop or close to it. And uh, it was very busy. There was a lot of people there. It's a very popular spot. So we actually had our backpacks and a bunch of camera gear and stuff like that. We actually decided to continue on, finish the loop, drop all of our stuff off at the Jeep, and then walk it back. Because I think it's actually, from the parking lot to the hot spring, I think it's only a quarter of a mile. Yeah, I think that's right. So that wasn't that big of a deal. So we did that, came back to the hot spring. We ended up soaking in the hot spring for probably a good half hour. And then we decided to... Get in the river and drown. Hop in the river and (laughs) almost get swept away to Mexico. Yeah, so... We were out in the river. Dad, I, uh, both of Lexi and me were both hanging on to Dad's arm, and there's like ledges that go down, and then it's like a drop off. Yeah, like natural ledges. Mm-hmm. So Dad accidentally slipped under, and he went under the water. I just let go, and I was just swimming, swimming there while this happened. It was like a split, three seconds. 
five or three seconds. Yeah, so I went, I went underwater, immediately lost my sunglasses. If you've listened to our some of our Florida podcasts, you know that I can't keep sunglasses to save my life. So my sunglasses were gone. I had a, my other, Lexi was in my other hand, and I was trying to keep her afloat. You probably let her go to try to grab your sunglasses. <laughs> Maybe. And she wasn't ready for it, so she was, was going. I was swimming. Yeah, Kylie was swimming, but Lexi started going underwater, and she explains it in a much different story where uh, she felt like she was drowning. I freaked out, yelled at everyone, but. Uh. but yeah, she bobbed underwater. I got my bearings. I got back up. I got my footing again, picked her up. We went and sat on the shore while she cleared out. <laughs> and then we, after that, after everything calmed down a bit, we, uh. Got back in the hot spring and soaked for another 20 minutes or something. Talked to people. All right. Now let's dive into the top five downloaded podcast. So far. So far. Number one is number 20, places you should visit in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. This is crazy. Why is this our number one episode? <laughs> I believe it because it's an amazing place. I know, but we've been like in the most craziest places and... <laughs> this is so funny to me. But yeah, this is our number one episode. In that episode, we talk about uh, all of the Upper Peninsula of Michigan and things that you can do and see there. Yeah, we talk about the waterfalls, Copper Harbor. I think we talk a little bit about the Northern Lights. Yep. All right, let's play that clip. Top things, if you could only do, well, five bucket list items to do in the UP. For me? Yes. Well, for both of us. <laughs> Just name out some things. If I'm making a trip and I've never been to the Upper Peninsula, what should I make sure I do? I would say as a just a UP tour, I would do Whitefish Point because there's, there's like an awesome museum there. Um, pictured Rocks for sure. Porcupine Mountains. Lake of the Clouds. Yeah, Lake of the Clouds. Mm -hmm. Which pretty much if you're going to go to Porcupine Mountains, you're going to do that. Yeah, but make it that. Yeah. And then see everything else. <laughs> so what's that, three? Yep. Find a couple lighthouses. Yeah, you can do that right along the way. You the can check locks off like are ten. Cool. Yeah, I forgot about this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's redo that. <laughs> it doesn't have to be in order. So <laughs> We're do... just giving bucket list items. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture in my head a loop. Okay, do it. If loop I was going to have you do a loop <laughs> in like a weekend or, you know, a few days. <laughs> long weekend. Not counting driving. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say Sault Ste. Marie, the Sioux Locks, Whitefish Point. The museum. Yeah, the museum. The there. Museum. Well, the whole area, the whole place is more than just that, but mm -hmm. um, Pictured Rocks, Porcupine Mountains. Lake of the Clouds. Yeah. And then um, come back around. Go down to Kitchitakippi and then shoot over to St. Ignace before you hit the Mackinac Bridge on your way home. I don't know. Those are just some of my favorite things. I, I agree. I think those are good for sure. Um, and just to check off some items, I would get some craft beer probably. Yeah. See some lighthouses. Yeah. And try to check those northern lights out. Our second most downloaded podcast is 78 Top 8 Dark Sky National Parks. We absolutely love. I think this is a good download and I would download this one. <laughs> For sure. Um, I love that we talk about all the, like the tips and tricks of seeing the Northern Lights, stars, the Milky Way. 
Uh, we talk about getting great shots, great photos, things to do with the kiddos. Yep. This is a very, very packed full, information packed full episode. Yeah, for sure. That's one thing that I love is stargazing. So, And during that, in, in that podcast, we talk about eight national parks that are dark sky parks. So we talk about like what we did at those parks, which is cool. So get out your telescope and listen to this clip. First and favorite? I would say Grand Teton National Park. Yeah. There's high elevation, low humidity. That keeps the you know cloud cover minimal. to a minimum. Obviously, you're never guaranteed. Very little light pollution. What I will say about this, actually, what made me think of it was going through photos for this post. The When we were there in 2021, I was taking some night pictures of the Teton Mountains. And had to time it right because the airport was open in Jackson, which is mm. all the air traffic flies right in front of the mountains. Last year when we were there, the airport was closed. For so, construction. Yeah, they were doing something to it. So there was no air traffic, so I didn't have to worry about any planes or jets or whatever going through there. And we should say that there's not a lot of lights by that airport because it's a very small airport, right? I don't remember seeing I would, a lot. I mean, I feel like it's pretty busy. Really? Yeah, I think it's pretty busy because I, I remember hearing a lot of air traffic. I think it's I the only think airport around for miles and miles because people come, you know, come into Yellow. It's the closest one to Yellowstone. Mm, I don't think so. I think it is. We'll have to look it up. <laughs> if you're hearing this, it's because I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's some really good spots around this park to take, like, iconic photos. First one, Mormon Row Historic District. That's where you see the cool old barns, and you can get pictures of the barns with the back, the Tetons as a backdrop. Yeah, and what's really cool is if you can get a really good sky, you can have the Milky Way like running into the barns. Now, of yep. course, you might have to do a little bit of manipulation with your photo to get that to work to see the, the barn and the Milky Way, um, but I have seen some really good ones. Yeah. Another one is Oxbow Bend. That's kind of uh, more on the northern end of the park, uh, but you, there's like the rivers there. You'll also get the Teton Range in the background yep. with those, and you can get the stars reflecting off the river. Then there's the Snake River Overlook. That's a really nice spot. Um, right there, the Snake River winds its way through. That's a real cool type of landscape photo you could take. You will also see the mountains in that one as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's really not a bad spot in Teton National <laughs> Park to get a picture of the mountains. Uh, Jenny Lake. And you it, can it, get some good reflection. Yeah, on that I've one. seen some really good ones. I never uh, really had the opportunity or I never really wanted to go down there in the middle of the night to take pictures. Why not? Some dang bears. <laughs> Grizzly bears. <laughs> yeah, especially after we saw one like right near there. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can get the, get the uh, stars and the mountains reflecting off the lake if it's calm enough. And then there's the Signal Mountain Summit. We went up there during the day. When you get to the summit at Signal Mountain, there are major panoramic views from that area. Yeah, so you could easily get a good photo of the sky and then yep. possibly even have the land a little showing a little bit below yep. the photo. Our third most listened to episode is episode 55, Boondocking for Beginners. Yes, 55 RV boondocking for beginners plus tips and great spots you should visit. This is our third most downloaded episode, and it's a great episode if you want to get started boondocking. We also list some of our favorite spots to boondock. Or that we have up to that point, at least. Yes. And I think we give you 10 or so. 
yep. spots. So we give you quite a few spots to check out. Here's the clip. Okay, cool. Let's say why we love it. <laughs> First of all, we love free. I love free. We do. We both do. <laughs> Sometimes I love being hooked up. Yeah. But for the most part, like when we're, especially when we're up in the out west, you know, boondocking out west is Easy. usually something special. Mm-hmm. So we have, let's just say some of our stats, because I think we've had some pretty cool stats. In 2019, we actually didn't boondock at all. We stayed at two parking lots on the way down to Texas. Yep. From Michigan to Texas, we had two overnights. Yep. Two different parking lots, but we didn't have any boondocking. So you'd kind of consider that to be two free nights in 2019. In 2020, we had 20 nights of boondocking. One mooch docking. And then we stayed at nine parking lots. In 2021, we had 109 days of boondocking. This was our big one. That was incredible. Mm-hmm. And we had 13 days of mooch docking and 10 days in parking lots. This allowed us to stay at every single entrance to Yellowstone National Park, and it was amazing. Yeah, we stayed at Glacier for a long time. We stayed right down the road from a $100 a night campground. Yeah. And we had a better spot, I think, because we saw moose. Yep. <laughs> Walk through our area. Um, in 2022, we did not boondock as much. We only boondocked about 35 days so far. As, as We actually will be boondocking more. Yeah, but we still have a month of, left. Yeah, as of this podcast, it's it was only 35 days of boondocking and 11 days of parking lots. But we actually had 296 free days and that's because we stayed a lot of thousand trails yeah we also stayed at the beet harvest where they paid for it yeah so there was a lot of free i mean we've barely paid at all for camping this year yeah we never went over our 35 dollar limit either yeah we have a a hard line 35 dollars <laughs> if you can't get me under it better be amazing or there's a Walmart nearby because <laughs> we're not staying there. We've paid over a couple times. Not very often. The second reason why we love boondocking so much is... It's usually amazing places. Yes. It's more wild, more secluded, more beautiful yeah. than campgrounds. You don't have neighbors normally right next to you. You don't have barking dogs normally right next to you or someone's sewer sitting in your patio. Some of the spots right outside the national parks are almost like you're in the national park. Like, yeah. for example, in Zion, you are you have a can- that canyon right behind you and all that stuff. And all around is mountains. Yeah, it looks like you're in the park. I mean, I don't know. Like, you're... Even in, the, like, Moab area, like, by Arches. Yeah. There's so much free camping in that area. And a lot of it, you know, it's all the red rocks and it's... It, I mean, you're in like a, you're a totally different world when you're there. Mm-hmm. And when you're in the campground, a lot of it's paved or they have yeah. roads and you have your neighbor right next to you and it's just different. And then you end up paying. And when you're by those national parks, you That's pay what more. I like was going to say that is typically in those areas, the campgrounds are more expensive. Gas is more expensive. Like pretty much everything is higher priced. Like I remember being in Grand Canyon and we end up we paid like six bucks for a gallon of milk and the gas was like four bucks a gallon because we were in, in Tucson. Mm-hmm. Four dollars sounds good. Yeah, well, that was when it was still you know <laughs> yeah. two seventy five or something. 
Yeah. But I mean, when we, like the best example is the Yellowstone one. Mm. I mean, we had an amazing spot. It was perfect. I would go there any day. Um, two and, spots. Two, yeah. two really good spots. And right down the road, it's literally $100 yeah. a camp, a night. The fourth most downloaded episode is episode 81, five exceptional campgrounds for RVers we've explored and why we can't forget them. This is a fun episode. We talk about five different campgrounds, not boondocking spots. This was very hard because we kept we kept wanting to talk about boondocking spots. So maybe we'll have to do one like on five favorite boondocking spots too because yeah. um, boondocking is definitely our favorite. This is five campgrounds in Texas, Michigan, Washington, South Dakota, and Louisiana that we loved. Highly recommend. Highly recommend them. And it's not just like the campground themselves, but some of them are the location of them. Uh, like the Michigan one is Drummond Island. That was super fun. We did a couple of good Jeep trails there. The Louisiana one was in New Orleans. Yep. I mean, lots yeah, of fun. And what we got to do the New Year's Eve celebration in New Orleans there. So here's a clip of that. Next campground, Fontainebleau State Park in New Orleans. This was our first like real full-time traveling destination. Yeah. So we got there uh, ju like just after dark and we were pulling in and that was our first taste of like the live oak trees with the dangly Spanish moss. So pulling in there, we were both, we were like mouths open, yeah. awestruck. Our lights were hitting it from the RV and the moonlight was hitting it and our lights were hitting it. And it was just like this ghostly, like the it was swaying in the wind. And I was just like, what is even happening right now? Yes. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. And that was just really cool experience because that's not something we've ever seen. We knew it was Spanish moss, but we didn't know, like we've never seen it in real life. And we were going there for a New Year's celebration. Uh, so it was, we must have drove right through because yep. the New Year's was just like a couple days later. Yep in New Orleans. So our first real full-time experience was in New Orleans for New Year's. <laughs> yeah, that was just like giving us a little taste of what life was about to be like. And this campground's really cool because it's a state park and it was fairly cheap. Right on the lake, Lake Pontchartrain there. Our first armadillo. We thought that was like the coolest thing because it's the first time we ever saw an armadillo. Yeah, it was our very first time and it was so cute. But now we've seen like a ton of them and they're, they're like everywhere. <laughs> so uh, it's not that big of a deal anymore. But yeah. when we first when we first Wait, saw we it. We saw like five total. Oh no, dad and I have seen a ton of them on the <laughs> side of the road. <laughs> but yeah, when we first saw this one, we like followed it around the yeah. campground for like an hour. <laughs> took a, a bunch of phone videos with it. Yeah, it was so it. funny. Uh, but the campground is super nice. It has, you know, all the things you need, amenities and stuff. It has some really cool condos there, and it is right on the water. It's gorgeous. And it's right near that bridge. Yeah, it's like the, um, I want to say it's the Causeway Bridge or something like that, but it's like a little toll bridge that goes straight across the Lake Pontchartrain into New Orleans. The fifth most downloaded episode is RV Maintenance. Yeah. Episode 74, The Ultimate Guide to RV Maintenance, Tips for a Safe and Enjoyable Adventure. This was a two-part series, and this was the second part of the series. The first one was about driving tips and, you know, like, I think driving tips of Class A's. You you actually went through and gave, like, a ton of different tips on it, and I thought yep. they were really good. 
And this episode is great because it helps beginners know what they should do daily, monthly, every time they drive, all of the things to keep their RV running good. It's not a uh, ultra detailed thing, but we do cover a lot of ground in those episodes. It is interesting, I have to say that, like the RV boondocking for beginners and RV, you know, maintenance are both kind of beginner-ish, so it sounds like a lot of our listeners might be just getting into RV living. Yeah. Which is very cool. All right, let's play a clip. Let's talk septic. So let's talk about the stinky slinky. Nobody wants to do it. Nobody likes doing it, but it's got to be done unless you have a button. There's people, actually, that, there's people that have buttons for their valves. Yeah. It's actually not that bad, to be honest. Like, when it's hooked up already, I mean, the bad part is hooking it up and unhooking it. Yeah. Or, like, doing it, you know, when we're driving between spots and you have to do it, like, if we've been boondocking for a while. Yeah. That's bad. Um, but when it's already hooked up, like, at a campground, I don't mind going out there and pulling the lover. I mean, yeah, that's not bad at all. You don't touch anything. Yeah. yeah. As long as you have a good connection. So, this there's many parts to this. So, make sure you have a good a hose in good condition. We travel with two good lengths of hose. I think we have a total of about, I want to say 20 or 24 feet of hose. And we've actually had to use it because, you know, campgrounds are all laid out different. Sometimes their sewer connection is 20 feet behind your rig and the water is halfway to the front of your rig and the power is up in the same spot. So always be ready to, to be able to have to spread out like that. <laughs> Like said, and we've also, had to do. yeah, and also make sure it's good. You you probably will have to get a new hose, what yearly or every other year. I think um I think we usually go about maybe a year and a half, two years. We just had to replace one section of ours maybe last summer. I was dumping it like a public thing, and it there was uh, spraying a couple little holes in it, so I just had to throw it away right there. <laughs> and we ran to Walmart. That's a nice thing is most of these connections are pretty standard, and you can just get those hoses at Walmart's or. Some tractor supplies or anything like that. Any place that carries like your regular RV accessories. Amazon and also has them. Amazon. They're relatively inexpensive. So another thing is with the with the hoses, maybe you might need a couple extra fittings. Like sometimes you might need like a, a 90 degree fitting or an extension or something like that. They make all kinds of different things depending on how your your valve is set up. Like ours goes straight down. And some campgrounds require a clear one or something. Or what, no, what some it? campgrounds at the at the hose end, like the dump end, they require a some tar- some sort of seal. Because not all sewer fittings are screw in, like where you can screw in your little hose end. Oh. Some okay. of them require a gasket, like we have a rubber gasket that you can shove in there and then shove your mm-hmm. the hose end into, and it's like nice and tight and, se- and sealed. So they don't require the clear one. You require the clear one. You like. It's just handier when you're trying to clean out your tanks and stuff. Yeah. Because I think the first one we ever had was white, and you could never really tell if we were, like, uh, sanitizing or doing, like, the um, the tank rinse. You could never tell if it was good or not. Yeah. So speaking I prefer of, the clear one, even though it's a little grosser. But Speaking of cleaning, you should also clean your tanks. Yeah. Yearly? Once a year? I think they recommend, like, the clean tank service that we used. I think he recommended doing it maybe once a year. Okay, that is 12 of our most favorite episodes, ours and yours. Yeah. It's fun listening back on those, like, memory lane. Yeah, I like hearing the early episodes where we're, like, Baby. the sound is weird and our, we're weird. I mean, still we're weird, still weird. But. 
We were weirder. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed listening to some of our past episodes. And if you if you want to listen to the whole episode, again, you can get it at thefailas.com slash the episode number. So whatever one you thought was interesting that you'd want to listen to, you can go to it that way. That's going to take you right to the show notes page. And at the very top is the podcast episode embedded right in. Um, But we also number all of our podcasts right in your app too. So in your app, you can scroll through and find the episode you were thinking about listening to um, and listen to that specific episode. Or you can go to thefailas.com slash 99 and see all of these episodes. I'm going to embed them all on one episode to make it super easy. And next week is our 100th episode. Please, we're not going to actually tell you. If you notice, we're not going to tell you. Leave us a question. It's too late. (laughs) We already got our questions. We already have enough questions now, so you can't fit another question in. But feel free to go to the Fiola's Instagram, Facebook, DM us. You can always ask us a question. Oh, yeah. We're going to continue doing this, like, going forward. So you can always go to thefailas.com slash message and leave us a message, and we'll play it on a future episode. Um, We're going to do that. I think that's really fun to add in listener listener questions mm-hmm. and then talk about them. Like I think a few episodes ago we did one, like we did the family one. Yeah. The whole fa- the whole podcast was based on that one question. So I think we can do that definitely in the future. But yeah, we can't wait to hear from you. All right. Stay tuned for next week when we talk about all the questions that you guys have. And some of them are, I don't know how we're going to go about talking about them, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Okay, let's try this again. Enter first clip. Enter, Enter episode dog. 50. What? Enter Lexi's Great Smoky Mountain <laughs> clip in now. <laughs> Easy on this one. Enter clip about Idaho. Enter Idaho clip. South Dakota. Oh, South Dakota clip. I said before summer in Michigan. Okay, cool. (laughs) I gotta read to completion. Enter Jeep clip. Thank you. (laughs) Enter Big Bend clip. I'm trying to remember what episode we were talking about. Enter clip for UP. Enter clip for RV maintenance. So turn off the lights and play that clip. No. Turn off the light. Play dark sky clip. Enter clip of five campgrounds. I'm going to compile all those, Kylie, and... (laughs) All right, that's 12. 12. <laughs>